the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I see my name in shiny lights, yeah, a different city every night, oh, I, I swear, the world better prepare for when I'm a billionaire. It's time to get down to business on the weekend's number one business program. Known as the king of networking, your host, Shalom Klein, has worked with thousands of entrepreneurs and created countless jobs. So, to success, let's get down to business. And indeed, we are all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship and business. We talk a lot about business here. You are on with Get Down to Business, and I'm your host, Shalom Klein. Remember, you can always download podcasts from Get Down to Business on my website at shalomkline.com. While you're there, don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Shalom Klein. It's going to be a jam-packed, fascinating, great conversation this week with some fantastic entrepreneurs, interesting business owners, tips and lessons you won't want to miss a minute of. You're listening to Get Down to Business. I'm your host, Shalom Klein. And uh, it's going to be a great one. It's going to be a great one. And I say that every week. Um, but this week, I really, really mean it. My first guest uh, on the show today is Dr. Gail Stern from Catharsis Productions. And uh, Gail, uh, first of all, welcome to the program. Hey, thanks for having me. It's great to have you. And I have been fascinated by your work. Uh, you and I have had many conversations over the past few months. And I will just be very honest with our listeners. I cold called you, uh, Gail, because I was so impressed by everything, who you are and what you're doing, your, your amazing, amazing team, some of whom I've gotten to know. And uh, it's just really, I was genuinely excited to, to, to have you on the air. And I'm excited about every conversation, this one in particular. So thanks for joining me. I'm very flattered and very excited. <laughs> so, Gail, uh, let's talk about who is behind the microphone. Tell us a little bit about uh, Dr. Gail Stern. Gosh, um, well, um, this is my 29th year in sexual violence and uh, bias crime prevention education. I started right out of college. Um, I ended up kind of accidentally founding one of the oldest college-based uh, victim assistance programs uh, in the country. And so I started off as a rape victim advocate, a domestic violence court advocate, and then I also got into law enforcement training all before the age of 25. So that provided a real foundation for all the work that I do. Uh, Catharsis Productions provides sexual violence prevention education uh, and related education to the armed forces, to colleges and universities, and to corporations around the world. And so this is our 20th year of doing that. And yeah, it's uh, social justice has been my passion since I was a kid. So this is very valuable work for me. Um, in addition to that, I have an unusual background for a social justice person. Uh, I started doing stand-up and improv when I was 15. And so part of the, the joy of doing this work is I'm always trying to find creative ways of injecting humor 
into reaching people because creative I is really that. the key word over here and you do yeah. indeed and a couple of different uh sort of services that you offer between corporate training consulting college programs and military and government services and it's the latter around military which is how i was initially exposed mm-hmm. to your work i've i've been through several rounds of the amazing and entertaining and creative training um, from the team at Catharsis Productions, which really is so important. We have so many, uh, so many folks going through uh, basic training and officer mm-hmm. training in the, in the armed forces. And it's important that uh, things are, uh, that they're set up for success and, and really uh, in, in, we refer to it in the army as death by, by PowerPoint, <laughs> um, all the classes that we have to sit through. And I have to say that it was fun it was fun, and there were some messages that really, really stuck. So, Gail, um, tell us a little bit about your team, the amazing team behind the productions, and and why they are uniquely suited to provide the uh, education and perhaps more importantly, the prevention uh, that we've just talked about. I am so proud of our people. Uh, so many of our educators actually uh, started off as actors or comedians. We were looking for people who were charismatic and quick on their feet because a lot of our programming, uh, you need to be able to facilitate dialogue in real time and convert a lot of technical and maybe off-putting information into something that audiences can receive and process in real time. So they all undergo between, gosh, 40 and 80 hours worth of training uh, they have to understand, obviously, not only what sexual violence prevention is, uh, but how to teach it. And so they're taught facilitation, they're taught uh, audience engagement, and again, that critical aspect of how do you translate something that is so intense and so provocative into language that the average person can hear. So when you say that it's entertaining, that tells me I've done at least part of my job because uh, our approach is grounded in our experience of how you can make education engaging. It's also grounded in research. I have a PhD in curriculum and instruction, and part of my research was specifically on the use of humor to reduce the emotional and cognitive resistance to the subject of rape. And so we know that if we can frame the issue in a way that is engaging and non-threatening, all of a sudden you have an audience that's willing to listen and take in those messages because they're not fighting you so hard. And all of our people that we've trained over the last 20 years have become really adept in engaging their audiences. Uh, but so they're from education, they're from theater, they're from comedy. And the best part is that so many of them come to the issue uneducated on it, and all of a sudden they become incredibly big activists and passionate purveyors of the messages that we have. And so watching that transformation is inspiring. Sure. I'm chatting with Dr. Yale Stern, the uh, Chief Visionary Officer at, uh, at Catharsis Productions. And, uh, and uh, to name a couple of the trainings, uh, it's Got Your Back, The Hookup, Beat the Blame Game, um, Sex Signals, all sorts of great topics that really engage and really make it very relatable to anybody, whether it's in a university setting, in a military setting, or even in the corporate environment. So, um, Gail, I, I, I have to ask, in the world that we're living in right now, uh, A, with COVID and, and folks being socially distant, as well as, of course, I don't want to uh, skip over the, the, the social unrest 
that is plaguing our country. Gail, you come with a really, really interesting perspective, having worked with law enforcement. And uh, what, what role does training and education play in the solution? There's a lot of research that shows that, uh, contrary to intent, that law enforcement training on these issues has not been as effective as people would have hoped. Um, I think when we focus on law enforcement, it's incredibly important that not only do we focus on individual police departments, but we, we take a focus on American culture and the culture that uh, supports law enforcement practices that we find objectionable. Uh, basically, uh, a racist community is, how do I put this? Um, actually, let me back up. I did a ride along years ago with a suburban law enforcement department because they were accused of racially profiling. And we had a long conversation. And one of the things that the officer said to me was, are you telling me when some rich white lady calls me, calls the police and says, there's a suspicious guy on my lawn. And I know that she means that's a black guy on her lawn. She's just not willing to say that. Do I tell her, no, I'm sorry, you're racist and I'm not, I'm not responding to your call. So I go. And it got me thinking about how when we talk about policing, yes, there are critical issues with policing, but policing are, they're the front line of a public that encourages that racism and encourages that discrimination. I think we fail to interrogate the values that we have as community members. You think of Amy Cooper and Amy Cooper in Central Park in a split second in order to get what she wanted, she said, I'm gonna call the police department and say that a, a black man is threatening my life. That's a community member that knows that she has access to the arm of law enforcement and how they will respond systemically. We, it, it's important for us as community members to really explore what we're asking law enforcement to do and that it's not just rogue law enforcement, it's a community that is tolerating and enabling and in many cases encouraging the very discriminatory behavior that we're now decrying. And I'll, I'll add to that that it's important for companies uh, to step up and and create the training, or more importantly than creating, uh, work with a uh, work with a team like Catharsis Productions to uh, to bring that training and make sure that that there is. Uh, tolerance and and that and that your employees are being set up for success on all levels uh, of, of sexual harassment sexual violence and of course this is a this is a, a pivotal time so it's such an honor to speak with you uh, dr. Gail Stern catharsis productions can you share your contact information for our listeners where I know you have a blog and some really important information sure we're catharsisproductions.com. And I would say that one of the things that makes us distinct from other companies is that we're not focused solely on compliance, that we are out to change the culture. That means meaningfully transferring that capacity for an individual and a corporation to really make a difference. And they can only do that if they really understand in their heart as well as their head why the issues are so important. So yes, such that's an, catharsisproductions.com. CatharsisProductions.com. Uh, Gail, thank you so much for joining us on the air. Uh, we'll bring you back on real soon to continue this discussion. Thanks for joining us. It's been an honor. Thank you. Back and get down to business in just a moment. Hey, welcome back, Chicago. You're listening to the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. And uh, I am thrilled to be joined by Russ Rosenzweig, who is an entrepreneur, splits his time between Chicago and California. 
And while still in college, he started and over many years built a powerful database and email marketing engine to allow professors to market their skills to litigators as expert witnesses. Leading firm of its kind, Russ, Russ Rosenzweig, thank you so much for joining us on the air. Hey, Shalom. It's an honor. It's great to have you. So, Russ, you have a fascinating, fascinating background, which incorporates both your business skill set as well as some interesting projects uh, that your business has led you to. But let's start start with your background. Uh, Russ, we talked about your very accomplished years in college. Can you tell us uh, a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey, when it started, and and how it's led to who you are today? Sure, Shalom. Happy to. I, I was very, very fortunate Um, after a quite mediocre public high school experience in New Jersey, somehow I miraculously got into Northwestern and subsequently the University of Chicago Business School. And uh, it was just this, it just unlocked this world of amazing teachers. Um, I had these I think I had six Nobel Prize winners as teachers. And, you know, being in the classroom was like a magical experience at those two institutions. Um, And the idea struck me and uh, a couple of my partners, colleagues, friends back then, it's 25 years ago. And uh, the three of us are still together, even to this day. And we had this idea that the professors, these magical teachers, we just weren't seeing them utilized very much in the business world. Um, And the simple idea back then was, you know, how about creating a consulting firm that consists entirely of professors? And uh, we went on to recruit like 50,000 PhDs and faculty members from around the world and created a company basically showcasing and offering their collective expertise. It's a fascinating journey, fascinating story. And I know that along the way, you've connected with many uh, attorneys, many, uh, many companies that have, that have utilized your services. So, Russ, it leads us to, uh, to where you are now. And uh, as I mentioned in your uh, quick intro over there, uh, you have uh, not only uh, provided that, uh, that expertise, uh, you also have uh, been involved in, in, in helping uh, to build uh, powerful uh, engines uh, that have uh, that have helped many companies, including those in Chicago, which is actually how you and I connected. Uh, and what I find fascinating uh, is actually the researchers that you use for that work. You have a database of, I believe, over uh, one one business in particular that I talked to uh, said that you developed a database of over nine thousand small business owners, and I believe that work was being done uh, in uh, in Palestine. Uh, with Palestinian researchers. Can you tell us a little bit about that work? Yeah, Shalom. It's funny you ask about that because uh, all of these things you're describing were purely accidental. Um, And it all went back to that dorm room startup at Northwestern and at the University of Chicago. We had this idea of a consulting firm of professors. And the only thing we knew how to do was email professors. (laughs) We built our company by basically sending emails to all those 50,000 professors and asking them if they'd like to join our consortium. And uh, we would try to help them, you know, like rock stars always have business managers, agents and managers. That was the idea. And, you know, the professors really liked the idea of 
people like us helping them to find interesting and lucrative consulting gigs as a complement to their teaching and research. And what happened, Shalom, is we, we almost had to go out of business because we didn't have any clients and kind of forgot to do marketing. And, uh, and it was purely by accident. It took several years, but it was lawyers, it was attorneys who, who started getting interested in our service because it's litigators who constantly need PhD experts to serve as expert witnesses in a trial context. Um, and having had that insight and realizing that it's very, you know, inefficient and time consuming for lawyers to find their experts, we basically like repeated what we did with the professors and built another database of every lawyer in the country and all of their email addresses and basically built our business and grew from zero to like 25 million in expert witness revenues entirely via email marketing. That led to an acquisition by a pretty famous company called Thomson Reuters. And, you know, when you get acquired, it's pretty exciting to have, you know, like an exit as an entrepreneur. But the downside is you usually get fired uh, after you get acquired. So, and I had a nine compete. So I really didn't have much to do for three years. But a lot of people, fellow business owners and fellow entrepreneurs, were real interested in this email marketing story. And we realized there was something there. Like we actually had, by chance, another skill set in helping fellow business owners to, you know, like we did, identify our target customers, build a vast database of all their names and emails, and, you know, um, craft really compelling email messages. Ross, it's quite, really- a, quite a story for a, uh, for a young man uh, out, of, uh, out of Northwestern uh, who, who didn't necessarily know exactly what he was doing when he got started. So, Ross, I have to ask, you are a young uh, a Jewish uh, guy. Uh, that again splits your time between Chicago and California, and you are now working with uh, with Palestinians. Uh, tell us uh, a little bit about about the bridge building that has come as a result of that professional connection. Yeah, so it's mostly business related. Um, you know, this email marketing stuff we were just talking about is very labor intensive, and you need a lot of skilled people um, to help business owners build email lists and do research. And so we sort of scoured the globe. Um, and of all the places in the whole world, we found that Palestinian talent is really the best for this sort of work. Their English is perfect. They're highly skilled. Um, they need work. It's very hard for them to find work. Um, and, uh, you know, I happened to be on a trip to Israel and, you know, spending time in the startup nation and meeting with Israeli entrepreneurs and had a chance to also travel around the West Bank and visit many Holy Land sites. And that's what led me to start getting introduced to Palestinian entrepreneurs. And I just got turned on to this like 
startup ecosystem in the Palestinian territories in Ramallah. And, you know, they're just like us, Shalom. They have business plans (laughs) and dreams and they're educated. And many of them have MBAs from Israel and the U.S. And, you know, we said, heck, let's just work together on all this email marketing stuff. And to this day, most of the talent we work with um, is based in the Palestinian territories. It's incredible. And you're using that, uh, that, that, that power, that talent uh, to assist many other businesses. So um, Ross, I have to ask, uh, we are now in an era of COVID. Uh, lots of businesses are revamping, retooling, re-innovating their marketing strategies. What message do you have for entrepreneurs that might be tuning in this evening? What are some of the things that you can do for them or things that you recommend that they, that they start to plan out for the remainder of 2020? Yeah, there's a lot of suffering around the world, obviously, right now, Shalom. And, you know, us business owners, this is our time. This is our time to be less frantic, you know, less just constantly running around like, you know, chickens with their head cut off and to think we have finally time to just sit at home and craft a long-term marketing strategy. You know, here at Roundtable Group, we're working on a 25-year plan. Um, And so, you know, this is a time for fellow business owners to figure out, you know, who are our customers? Can we build massive lists of prospective customers, get their email addresses, you know, get their LinkedIn profiles, you know, craft highly compelling introductory messages. Everybody's at home thinking about strategy. And, you know, best of all, um, you know, it would be our pleasure to help any business owner who wants a little help building these things. And by so doing, they would actually be engaging with an epic group of Palestinian researchers and MBAs. And um, there's all these things kind of coming together. Are just and that's a perfect segue because I want to make sure our listeners know where they can reach you. So Russ Rosenzweig, um, fascinating background, fascinating story. Uh, can you share your website and contact information? Absolutely. The expert witness website is roundtablegroup.com. And uh, the piece in the world via email marketing is uh, worldventuresgroup.com. Um, and any business owner can reach me. Email is best. I've got plenty of time these days and will respond to every email. It's russ at roundtablegroup.com. Russ at roundtablegroup.com. Check out the website, roundtablegroup.com. Russ Rosenzweig, thanks for joining us on the air. Chicago will be back in just a moment on the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. You're listening to Get Down to Business. Welcome back, Chicago. You're listening to the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. We love to profile interesting entrepreneurs. And my next guest it definitely fits that bill. Thrilled to be joined by Jay Andreas. Um, and Jay, uh, you, uh, we're going to talk a lot about your company, your uh, brand new 4,000 square foot showroom in Burr Ridge. But uh, Jay, can you uh, tell, uh, tell a little bit about yourself to our listeners? Yes. So um, I'm currently the chief executive officer at ASI Construction. Did a ton of music licensing, a ton of corporate. So I used to be the composition director of global sales for some of the major record labels out there. Um, Transitioned into storm damage restoration. Um, which is a huge part of our business at ASI. So uh, it's a huge, uh, it's a huge need right now. What a crazy time! It's hard to walk by yeah. anywhere right now with some of the storm damage and all that. So ASI Construction, again, yep. you're, uh, you, you've, you're. Well, we'll get into it in a second. Uh, your growth in Burridge, uh, but you have quite an impact throughout uh, 
throughout uh, northern Illinois. Um, uh, can you talk about the uh, about the company's growth? Uh, because I do understand that you are uh, opening a brand new 4,000 square foot showroom in Burr Ridge. Uh, tell us about that and when it might open. Yeah, so um, just getting the brand new showroom finally finalized, I'd like to say. Um, we should be up and running August 15th, I would say, if I had to put a date on it. Um, COVID-19, you know, slowed everything down a little bit, but um, we should be good for August 15th. Um, new showroom, um, corporate headquarters. It's like a little bit more than 4,000 square feet. Um, roofing, siding, windows, doors, um, insurance restoration. So just a gorgeous space in downtown Burr Ridge and County Line Square. Well, congratulations again, uh, Jay Andres, the, uh, this, the chief executive officer of ASI Construction. So, uh, Jay, that's a perfect segue. With COVID-19, in what ways has the company pivoted? I mean, you're opening, I'm fascinated by this, you're opening a beautiful, as you said, beautiful yeah. showroom. Um, yeah. Are there going to be people that will use it or are you thinking of some virtual technologies too? Yeah, so, so what we're doing, um, our, our growth has been uh, pretty, pretty big over the last uh, 24 months. You know, we're north of 10 million in gross sales um, and climbing. Uh, you know, virtual showroom, I think has to happen, you know, so what we're going to do is, um, the, the day the showroom is fully done, um, get that place cleaned up. What we're going to do is kind of similar to real estate. You know how you can do the 3d or the virtual tours of the homes. And a lot of people are buying houses right now, um, due to COVID-19, they're doing a lot more virtual tours instead of actually going to the house. So for anyone who's concerned or doesn't feel comfortable, we're going to do kind of a 3D virtual tour um, of the entire showroom, all the products, so people can, uh, you know, sit at home and still come. That's, that's exciting. And I understand, Jay, that you also have an app that's been extremely helpful to your insurance adjusters. Can you tell us a little bit about that and how that has been useful in particular because of the storms and in this, again, era of COVID? Yeah, so um, they, have, they have an app um, for virtual inspections. And, uh, what they do is they'll send a field adjuster out, you know, um, either during COVID-19 or not. Um, and what, what it does is it logs the entire property, interior, exterior for, for the loss or the claim. Um, and it goes directly. It's kind of, it's via, it's almost like, uh, you know, similar to FaceTime, but on a higher level. Um, and then the photos are, are unbelievable quality you know, um, super high res photos that they're using to go directly to, uh, uh, inside claim handler for, for their insurance companies. And what that does, it kind of expedites the process. And it's also allowing, um, for, for much better photos, um, quicker adjustments. Well, congratulations on all yeah. that. Uh, again, I'm chatting with Jay as the, uh, the chief executive officer of ASI Construction. And Jay, final question as we begin to wrap up over here. Uh, with many people staying at home, I'm sure that many are uh, thinking of remodeling, upgrading their homes, the place where they're spending so much time. What are you seeing from customers? What are some of the in-demand items and services? Um, so right now, I mean, everybody wants a roof paid for by their insurance company. You know, that seems to be the, the hottest ticket right now. Um, a, a lot of windows and doors. Everybody right now is just big into windows and doors. And then um, if I had to say something else, I'd say epoxy floors. Um, people are going crazy about epoxy floors right now. You can do a ton of different colors. 
and, you know, you can customize anything you want via the epoxy floors. So for basements, garages, it's super hot right now. Uh, that's awesome. Jay, uh, congratulations on all that. You've got that 4,000 square foot uh, showroom opening up uh, in just a uh, very short while, along with, it sounds like some great virtual uh, showroom uh, opportunities as well. And uh, I'm just glad that the storms and all the roofing uh, work is not being done precisely during election season because lawns would be crowded <laughs> between election signs and roofing signs uh, would get yeah. a little bit crowded. Jay, I want to make sure our listeners know where they can reach your team at ASI Construction. Can you share your website and contact information? Yeah, so it's www.constructionbyasi.com. Um, best contact number would be 800-509-4ASI. Fantastic. Jay from ASI Construction and uh, Better Business Bureau, A-plus rated and accredited business. Congratulations on all of your success. Uh, we are going to squeeze in a quick break. More from the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. Uh, Chicago, don't touch that dial. You're listening to Get Down to Business. Get on my website, shalomkline.com. Follow me on Twitter at shalomkline. We're going to be back in just a moment. Don't touch that dial. Hey, welcome back. What a great lineup of guests so far. We've been chatting with entrepreneurs throughout the program, and we love to talk about business. We love to talk about jobs. And my next guest, Dennis Muller, the president and co-founder of Microtrain Technologies, certainly knows a thing or two about putting people back to work, something that is so critical in this day and age. Uh, we all know somebody that has uh, been you know, laid off furloughed in some way. Uh, so many people are uh, unemployed, people that we know. Uh, perhaps it's somebody happened to somebody directly in your family. That's why I was so excited to have Dennis Muller uh, agree uh, to come on the air. Dennis, welcome to the program. Thank you very much for having me. Shalom. Honored to be here. So thank you. Oh, it's great to have you. So Dennis, tell us uh, briefly about yourself and Microtrain Technologies. Well, great. Thank you again. Uh, we're, we're a technology and business skills training organization, but more importantly, a back-to-work organization. We're, we're a training organization here in the Chicagoland area. Been in business for 21 years. I have three physical brick-and-mortar training locations, West Suburban Lombard, Illinois, downtown Chicago, and North Suburban at Deerfield. Of course, being in post-COVID world, we're, we're not doing any training in any of our physical locations, but being a back-to-work organization, personal and professional development is very, very critical, and we just feel very blessed that we can still provide services and help individuals get trained, get certified, and hopefully become gainfully employed. That's right. So, Dennis, I want to talk to you about uh, the jobs that are in demand, because we do know that while so many people are, are uh, unfortunately uh, losing their their jobs, some uh, both recent college graduates and some that may have been in their job for who knows how many decades and thought that they were going to retire from from their current position. And uh, then COVID hits. And that means that it's time for retraining. Dennis, what are some of the trends in the market you, that you are hearing um, from companies around the Chicagoland area and some of the skills that your team at Microtrain is putting in place to help people get into those companies? Well, we hit it right on the head. Uh, organizations are, are looking for individuals that can be nimble, flexible. I think I think what happens, and I definitely fall in, in, in this bracket. I'm a Gen X, 
and uh, we get in a role in an organization and, and we're used to kind of doing our one thing or what we, I'd like to use the term kind of a Swiss army knife or a jack of all trades and a master of nothing. And it's really easy to get caught up in that tailwind in organization because organizations want to be lean and want to get thin. So I, I my, my message to everybody is you really need to be adding value to organizations and really is either making the organization money or you're saving them money. Again, this, this middleware piece is out. So how, how do we do that now in, in, in the new world that we're in, I guess you would say, is um, agile scrum, agility, have to be agile and flexible. It's kind of a newer way to manage projects. Project management is, of course, critical. And project management, just to keep it light here, is – is very well defined. You have milestones you complete, and then you have a deliverable. And we're agile. You don't really see the end results. You have to be able to meet consistently to make sure the project is on time and on budget. And then, of course, technology. We can't say enough about that. So if you're a tech person, you definitely have to be involved with cloud computing. Everybody's migrating all their services to the cloud or the Internet, so to speak. And then for what I call information workers or, or, or business workers or business professionals that may not be a technical person to work with technology, you really have to be able to be working in data analytics and data visualization. Because as we say, if we don't measure something, we don't care about it enough. And how we used to do that in the old world is we would use spreadsheets, Microsoft, Excel. And then when we graduated from that, we graduated to what we would call report writing. So you had tools like Crystal Reports and SQL report writing. Now we've graduated the dashboards, live dashboards that connect to real data. And those tools include Tableau and Microsoft's Power BI or Power Business Intelligence. I highly recommend every, every individual know a dashboard tool. Uh, really, really interesting. And we're in a, in a minute, we're going to squeeze in a quick break and we will continue the conversation talking about WIOA because I know everybody's minds are, are already exploding with all the acronyms. We want to give you one more acronym to learn a, a thing or two about, um, but it's an important one. But uh, I'm chatting with Dennis Muller, again, the uh, president and co-founder of Microtrain Technologies. We've been talking about some of the hot courses um, that really are critical for those that may have lost their jobs and now are looking for retraining. And uh, Dennis, you touched on it uh, earlier. And uh, just before we go to break, I am curious. Uh, so right now you have pivoted completely to remote learning. Is that correct? Oh, exactly. We've been doing it for about two years now. Like the, I like to tell everybody, this is not our first rodeo. We've been using Zoom for almost two years. And interestingly, pre-COVID, I'd say about 80% of my clients really, really dislike this remote distance learning. They want to be in a classroom, and I agree with that. But post-COVID, we have to be safe. And, and we've had clients absolutely still refuse to do training, but the alternative, of course, is to do nothing. And it's worked very, very well. I, surprising results. People are like, well, you know what? This isn't bad at all. This is the well, one thing that I can uh, I can credit you with for sure is uh, the quality of your instructors. I believe many of your instructors you talked about uh, about the uh, PMI, uh, the project management certification, and many of the other courses. You have amazing instructors uh, that uh, I believe you have a thing called the exam pass guarantee uh, to make sure that folks are going to get their training, 
pass it the first time around uh, and uh, make sure if they need to be retrained so they can uh, so they can get that training, get that job that they need. So again, Dennis Muller, uh, fascinating stuff that you are doing, helping people get back to work. Uh, Dennis, I'm going to have you hang on there uh, for just a minute. We've got to squeeze in a couple of quick commercials. And when we come back, we're going to talk about WIOA and the program that can pay for all of that retraining that we just talked about. You're listening to Get Down to Business, the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. We'll be right back. You're listening to Get Down to Business. I'm your host, Shalom Klein. You can get on my website, shalomkline.com. Uh, that's where you can download the six plus years of this program. Some fascinating entrepreneurs, guests, uh, people sharing tips, talent, advice, amazing things. And that is my uh, my returning guest over here, Dennis Muller, the president, co-founder of Microtrain Technologies. Dennis, you and I were just talking a little bit about some of the courses that you offer. And I, I apologize to our listeners because I'm throwing another acronym, but it's an important one. It's called WIOA. Dennis, can you tell us about WIOA and how your uh, team uh, uses WIOA to help uh, retrain people t- to get jobs? Great. Thank you again. WIOA is an acronym for the Workforce Innovation and Opportunity Act, WIOA. And it's a federal back-to-work program available nationwide for, for potentially training for those that are in job transition. And, and, and this WIOA training grant, again, helps individuals retool and get trained so they can get trained, earn a credential, and then get back out there working. WIOA is a much compass is much bigger than that. It, it, um, there's other services available to help individuals land and become gainfully employed. We work with individuals in two verticals, business process improvement and technology, but WIOA is available for other industries, including right now, of course, there's a demand, believe it or not, for truck driving, logistics, retail, and so forth. Again, we focus on the business aspect of training. And this grant, again, is available for those that are in a job transition. There's some minimal qualifications. They're, they're not bad. And what Microtrain specializes in is we specialize in a blueprint on how to apply for the training grant. Individuals can certainly seek out WIOA, visit their local workforce office and navigate all that. Uh, but I think we find a way where we can make that path a little bit easier for individuals. We kind of show them or, or handhold them. Ultimately, at the end of the day, the individual has choice on where they do training. And we're hoping that we provide enough value add to at least take, take and consider the training that we offer. And right now, it's you can't open the news without seeing the staggering numbers of unemployment. And really, these are dollars that are out there uh, to assist you. And they're available to you to assist you with getting trained. So essentially, that next job should be a slam dunk. It should be a, I mean, because companies are looking for for talent, folks that have those skills. And uh, Dennis, you, you, you hit it right there uh, that uh, your team uh, specializes in providing all of the instructions uh, to make a somewhat complicated process a little bit easier um, and uh, ensure that uh, folks can get trained. So, Dennis, we're, uh, we're quickly running out of time. Are there any other courses or programs that, uh, that your talented and amazing team at Microtrain Technologies offers that might be of interest to our listeners? Definitely a business analysis. Again, if we're not measuring something, we don't care about it. You're an analyst, whether you believe it or not, you've done that. If you're a technical professional, you have to really take a hard look at cloud computing, Amazon Web Services, or Amazon 
AWS. We try to provide kind of what I would call a mixed bag of training offerings where you can be in a, a couple of uh, different programs or, or pieces of training. So that way you can kind of spread risk in your job search. More importantly, the takeaway is you earn a credential. You earn a professional industry recognized certification. And that's huge for branding because we have to do it. We have to be found online. Well, thank you for all of the important work that you are doing. And thank you for helping folks uh, get back to work. Uh, you're doing uh, critical, critical things. Uh, and uh, like we said, your team will walks folks through the process. Lots of info sessions available. Dennis Muller, can you share your website where people can learn more about these courses and the WIOA program? Yes, so microtrain.net, M-I-C-R-O-T-R-A-I-N.net. Visit our homepage. We have a link right on there. We're hosting live webinars four days a week. It's about 90 minutes of your time. We explain the blueprint. We take next steps. I encourage everybody to visit the website. If you're looking for a direct contact, my colleague, Mary Tooney, T-O-O-M-E-Y. You can find her on LinkedIn. You can also email her directly, M at microtrain.net. Thanks for joining us, Dennis Muller. To success, let's get down to business. We'll talk to you next Sunday at 6 p.m. right here on AM560, The Answer.